You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh here on The Fan. Day 50 without sports today, Gary. Did you know that? No, I wasn't keeping track. Day, I don't want to. Day 50. Uh, this part of the Wendy's Big Show is brought to you by ShareLemonade.com. It's your happiness hub. Updated daily. It has hundreds of stories that will remind you just how sweet life can be. Visit ShareLemonade.com and celebrate the good. Uh, joining Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, myself, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline is John Meter Perel, the play-by-play voice uh, for Boston College football. John, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem, guys. How you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. Good, John. Uh, people around here, uh, not everybody, but some, <laughs> uh, have not liked the Packers draft. Uh, they weren't high on taking a quarterback where they took a quarterback. They weren't high on taking... Uh, the running back, uh, A.J. Dillon, where they did in the second round. They were even less pleased with taking the tight end out of Cincinnati in the third round. It's not a lot of happy campers from Packers fan standpoint. So we're trying to ease everybody uh, a little bit and try to make people feel better about things. That's why we got you on, John. You're here to put a smile on people's face about A.J. Dillon. Hopefully you can do that. Yeah, happy to do that. I think that was a tremendous pick by the Packers. Uh, tremendous value pick in the second round, guys. I really... Knew going into the combine that he would slay the combine. Uh, I think he was prepared for that pretty much from day one at BC. He, we knew that he was that type of athlete. Uh, Coach Adazi would always tell me, watch out for the combine. That was two years ago. Uh, they knew that he was going to rise to the occasion. A hardworking kid, never took a day off, only missed two games, but other guys would have missed probably eight or ten with that type of injury that he had. Uh, he was definitely hindered, maybe came back too soon, but he still gutted it out. And, you know, it was all ACC every year he played at BC. It was, in my eyes, uh, it was 1A and 1B, Travis Etienne and A.J. Dillon as the top two backs in the, in the conference. So, you know, I think it was maybe not a need pick for Green Bay at that point. I know you have Aaron Jones, but, you know, I look at it as A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Are you kidding me? That's going to be a tough one-two combo for any defense to stop. John, what exactly are we getting? What is his skill set? His skill set is uh, a ferocious downhill runner. Uh, that you know, he put up the four or five at the combine, and but he has football speed. By what you guys know, what I mean by that, I mean yeah. not only will he run over you, he will run away from you. He's not going to win a track meet necessarily. It's kind of sneaky fast, but he is just determined to pummel you. I mean, you can go back. I'm sure you've seen it. The run at Louisville, that was his coming out party when he put up 272 yards and he posterized the defensive back 
and he shed him like a flea. I mean, that I don't know if you'll see that right away at the NFL level, but he's that type of back guy. He's Derrick Henry, maybe Derrick Henry life. I think that's a really good comparison. Um, you know, and again, a guy that's willing to work. He's not really satisfied. He's got a chip on his shoulder now. He felt like he was better than the second round. He felt like he was, you know, denied that top three, four running back mantle. So he's coming to Green Bay with a chip on his shoulder, ready to prove people wrong. Yeah, the reason why I liked it because I, I well, playing a safety, when they stacked the box, it didn't matter. He had over two thousand yards after contact, and but the, a lot of people been like uh, barbershop talk. Well, you know, the guy has a lot of production. He had 636 attempts. That's too much for a running back. I said, yeah, but he only fumbled twice. And that's the kind of production that you need in the NFL. If you're going to run the ball that amount, you still got some good young legs coming into it. And they need this, especially with the LaFleur offense or running those stretch-style plays that he's used to running. Absolutely. That's a great point about his uh, lack of fumbling. Uh, hard-pressed to remember those two fumbles. And he carried – yeah, he does have some tread, there's no doubt. And I think that was the red flag for a lot of NFL talent evaluators. He carries the ball too much. But you know what? That shows his durability too. And also I heard throughout the draft process, oh, he can't catch the ball. You know why he can't catch the ball? Because D.C. didn't need him to catch the ball. They wanted him to run the ball 30 to 5, 35 to 40 times. Yeah, it would be nice if you can catch a 32, but they really didn't – that wasn't part of their offense. He wasn't featured in that that way. It was a power offense. Adazio ran that type of offense. Uh, he knew what he had in Dylan, so why not run him? You know, AJ wanted. He was a classic bell cow running back, and you know he probably won't be that right away with Jones in front of him. But eventually, I think he's going to be that type of back in the league. Uh, talking with John Amita Perel, the uh, Boston College football play-by-play guy on the radio. Ben Fennel, who we have on all the time, who's uh, an analyst uh, for ESPN, uh, NFL Network for the draft, all that fun stuff. Uh, put this little nugget out earlier today. Uh, interesting nugget in Pro Football Focus draft guide on Packers running back A.J. Dillon. Zone runs 90, tied for 124th in college football. Man gap runs 224, number one in college football. Boston College utilized a pro-style run game with heavy power and counter elements under center, multiple tight end sets. The Packers, uh, they run a heavy zone scheme. Do you see any issues with A.J. Dillon transitioning to this type of running game? I don't. I think it may be a slight adjustment at the early going, but I really don't. I think he's he's definitely can adapt. I think he can smart enough to recognize the scheme might be an issue, so he'll work harder at it. I think he'll come into camp ready to go whenever camp starts. I think that you know he'll be ready for that. I think probably, and who knows? Maybe Lafleur adjusts the offense a little bit. Maybe he tinkers a little bit to adjust to AJ's strengths. The fifteen, ten, fifteen carries Dylan probably gets right off the bat. Uh, maybe they adjust, so it gives them a good one-two change-up with Jones and Dillon. But I don't see that as a problem, guys. I really don't see many flaws in his game. Maybe not a great blocker, but uh, yeah, I think he'll pick that up. I think again, I think there's so much room for him to grow, even though he's reached such a high level already. I think there's also room there for areas that to address a weakness. If you want to nitpick, maybe blocking is one of them. Yes, you could say maybe receiving because of lack of experience, but. Other than that, I don't see many weaknesses. Yeah, that was my next point, John, because you got you got Aaron Rodgers on the center. He he wants to throw it around a little bit. I, I would assume that because he lined up and you guys ran the ball a lot, that he didn't get a lot of receptions at, at Boston College. That's exactly right. He had 13 last year. 
Uh, we thought he might get more. Dazio talked about it a lot, uh, trying to get it. You know, they knew they wanted to kind of work on that aspect of the game, especially for the NFL to make him a more well-rounded back. But it became less of a focus when he was just pummeling people and right. stacking eight and nine in the box and still pick up a buck fifty, two hundred yards a game. So, you know, it was kind of like, what are we doing here? Why we? <laughs> he can split out as a. Imagine him at 255 pounds, split out guys wide, which they did last year. That's, a, that's tough for a defense to handle. Yeah, my, my biggest thing is, is I'd like to, <clears throat> when you when a running back, out of every running back in the draft, all of these guys, how many times did they run against a stacked box? That means, in other words, you got the free safety sitting right there in the A and the B gap. You got three linebackers. You got a, I mean, you got seven, eight guys up front, and you still get yardage. He did it 44% of the time. That's the reason why the Packers say, listen, the numbers match to what he think. And they also think he can be a pretty good receiver as well. Because, listen, his punishment will be in the fourth quarter when they need to keep the ball. And now you, now Aaron Jones can only play 16 games back-to-back, but he can become the workhorse in the fourth quarter when they're up in a lot of these games. Absolutely. Another good point, I think. That's exactly what AJ will will help you with. That fourth quarter, that's AJ Dillon time. He will puncture you. He will wear you down. Go ahead. I know it's a big boy game now, but you know he faced. Think about the defenses he faced on a weekly basis, guys in the ACC. Some of the top teams in the country, see Clemson, of course, and you know he had a lot of success against pretty much everybody. So he's used to that. Uh, I don't think it'll be that difficult of a transition, but you, you want to talk about wearing a defense down? That's a guy that can do it. Talking with John Meter Perella, a play-by-play guy for Boston College uh, football here on The Fan on the Wendy's Big Show. I got one more for you. On your coaching staff uh, at Boston College, it's a guy that yep. I thought was going to be the head coach at the University of Wisconsin after Barry Alvarez, and that's Brian White, who was here, offensive coordinator for the Badgers uh, for a while as well. How is he doing? Love Brian White. He is an outstanding guy. Not only not only a great coach, but off the field as well. He's doing he's doing he's doing really well. He's at Colorado State with Steve Adazio. Uh, joined his staff on the offensive side. Uh, he's got a real tight relationship with Adazio. Their wives are really good friends. So great great move for him. He loved the Boston area. He's a Boston guy. Went to Harvard. Uh, old Harvard quarterback. But you know, really really good football line. But he, even better guy. Yeah, I was a big fan of Brian. I used to talk to him all the time. All right, there he is. He is John Meter Perel of uh, Play-by-Play Guy for Boston College Football here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Thank you so much, man. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. Take care. There he is, John Meter Perel on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Has your passion outgrown your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.